All right. Hello and welcome everyone to another chat and learn here with Power to Fly. My name is Mariella Marie and as always super excited to roll into this next hour with you all. Um, we had some early birds joining us. So I know that this is a really great conversation to have. Um, folks were joining the conversation early uh, before we even started live and I had a, a brief moment to chat with our guest speaker. So I know she's going to drop a lot of knowledge today. Uh, but before we get started, I just want to go over some quick housekeeping rules so that we all feel comfortable and confident in this next hour. Um, I know that we live in a world where everyone is multitasking. We were actually chatting about this offline with our guest speaker, but I invite you today to be present with us. Uh, try to not multitask that you can share your voice. Uh, lots of crazy things going on in the world. You're deciding to spend the time with us for the hour, which means we want to hear from you. So participation is key. Um, I see some folks are already turning their cameras on. I love that. Uh, feel free to use the chat box to your leisure. Um, if anyone has any sensitive information and you prefer to be held anonymous, you can find me uh, in the chat box under Marielle Marie. You can write to me privately and I will flag your comment or your reflection to our guest speaker. Um, otherwise, use the chat box. Let us know where you're calling from. Let us know anything that's on your mind, any dreams or revelations that you've had in, in the past you know, month, or let's just call it a two years, let's just say. We're kind of stuck in between times right now. So we want to hear from you. Um, and then you can rewatch this, uh, this recording on Power to Fly later, and you can take notes vigorously there. But I do ask for your presence and your attention so we can really get the fruits of this conversation. Uh, this conversation is being recorded. So if you do hop off mute, you will be featured in our live recording. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is we'd love to follow, we'd love for you to follow us on social so you can keep up with all the great chats we've got in store. Uh, and I'm just going to briefly take a moment to introduce myself for those of you have, who have not joined a chat where I have moderated. So my name is Mariela Marie, as I mentioned before. I live in Argentina from California, uh, and I love working on social impact production. So um, I invite you all to follow the project that I'm working on that is called the Positive Force Team. You can go to thepositiveforceteam.org, sign up for our newsletter, uh, and you can put the name of this chat into the network goodies uh, slot to get some uh, network goodies and discounts if you're interested in that. So without further ado, I'm going to pass the mic to our guest speaker. Ashley, let us know a little bit about yourself, how you came to learn about Power to Fly, and what you're excited to share with us today. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here and joining you all today uh, for this uh, chat and learn. And um, a little bit about me. Uh, so I uh, uncovered this process of using empowerment to create the kind of change that you're looking for. Um, when I overcame homelessness and I overcame discrimination and harassment and all of these things to find my way in the world. Um, but also, yes, I did transition, so there's that too. And, and, and the transgender community is facing so many things going on in today's world. Um, so, um, but the, the overarching concept of using empowerment to create the kind of change that you're looking for is multiversible, right? To any diversity, to any intersectionality, um, to any level of privilege, um, you can utilize this template, this four-step process of empowerment that we're gonna talk about today to really be the thing that leverages the change that you're looking for, for your diversity, for your inclusion, for your leadership. Um, and I'm excited to talk about it and, um, and dive into this process um, and hear from you all in the chat. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. And as you can see from the screen, right, obviously I use this process to start as a 
part-time teller and then grow to be the VP of diversity and inclusion in less than five years. So if I could do that, just imagine what you can do when you use this same process in your day-to-day -day interactions. I love that. I love that. And I see that you've got a, um, a, a stack of goodies behind you. Can you speak to us a little bit more about what you've got in store? Are there, those are books, yes? Yes, yes. So this is the actual book, um, Empowering Differences. It's not a weekend read, okay, <laughs> unless you're not going to be sleeping. <laughs> um, so you, you, it's an investment on purpose that you have to make, okay, and it requires lots of empowerment uh, to be able to execute. And um, so, yeah, this is the book, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other resources that go with it, like the workbook or the online course that can help you really craft this process of, of using empowerment. But I do have another really amazing resource here. That's my family, um, Whitney, Bryce, and Blake, uh, who are, as I refer to them sometimes, as Ashley's allies. Um, at not everybody has such strong allies in their corner. So that's why when you're navigating the rest of your workday after today's break, um, that you think about how you can be an actionable ally for someone else. And, and, and that is central to empowerment. Um, so it'll be exciting to see how you incorporate that into your day actions. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And I'm, I invite you to share as much of your journey as you feel comfortable to do so. Um, and thank you so much for already being so transparent with us uh, and for, you know, setting us off with some encouragement as well that we can do what, you know, we are here to do, share our gifts and, and support each other um, so that we can reach our highest potential. Ashley, can you go over some of the principal themes that you're going to dive into today? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the, these, this understanding these concepts of using empowerment to leverage the kind of change that you're looking for. Um, and that's using the four-step process, um, but also, right, connecting with empowering others, as you see on the screen. Um, but really, we want you to feel empowered. Um, and, and that step is, is you're going to connect better with the feeling of, of how to be empowered, right? And and how to empower others. Um, because if you are only focusing on yourself, you know, that's not necessarily really rooted in what empowerment is. So remember that empowerment is giving power and authority to someone else, literally handing it to them. And, and that concept is gonna be something that we're gonna definitely dive way into today. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so I'm going to stop sharing my screen so that we can get some FaceTime here. Um, I'm going to pull up the questions that you all have submitted offline, but I just want to stress, uh, we would love to hear from you all. So if you hear your question come up, uh, even if it's not your question and you want to chime in, please use the chat box uh, whenever you have something to, to, uh, to share. Um, and especially if you want to share any parts of your journey, we love, uh, you know, storytelling. I feel like we need more storytelling in the world. We need more people to come out uh, so that we can share, you know, see how alike we are versus how different we are and how we can support each other. So we'll start with these questions that you all have submitted offline. Um, and I just also want to give a quick shout out so we can see where we are calling from in the world. Our guest speaker is calling from Tampa, Florida. I'm calling from Argentina and Buenos Aires. We've got New Jersey representing. We've got Pennsylvania representing, uh, Seattle, Washington, Atlanta. Buenos Aires, Argentina, Denver. Awesome. So if you're just joining us, let us know where you're calling from. You can write them in chat just so we can start to get the chat box warm.
warmed up a little bit. Um, and New York, New York City, awesome. California, great. So we are pretty spread out here. I just want to say thank you, everyone, for taking the time out of their schedules uh, to join us. So let's start with this def uh, with this question here that kind of goes more into the definition of empowerment. And you're 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 hitting on you know some key uh, values and you know terms in your introduction, but feel free to dive in deeper. So this question that was submitted offline. What's your definition of empowerment, Ashley? Yeah, so that, like I was mentioning there, give you know, giving power and authority to someone else. Um, but it's much deeper than that, right? You can't just give power and authority, right? There has to be, there has to be some sort of metric with it, right? Um, and so for me, my first dive into this concept of what empowerment really was, was when I was faced with that discrimination. I was faced with obstacles um, and I was trying to find employment and I couldn't get people out of their own way to get past uh, my diversity. Like literally they were just stuck in like this light coming at them. And it was like, oh my goodness, like what? and they had all these questions that they wanted to ask me, but I needed to focus on empowerment so that that way I could navigate better through those conversations. And for me, that was empowering data, which was the big piece to empowerment was sharing the financial impact of my diverse community. So you have to definitely really connect with the, the, the money part right? You have to understand the power, the power part of empowerment. If you are talking about empowerment and you're not coming with the data, you haven't done the research to know yourself or know others, which is the first two steps of my four-step process that we're going to talk more about. But if you haven't done that, then you really are not going to be able to, to, to get someone on your side, to get them to a yes, you know, on whatever you're about to be asking them. Um, and so that was coming with the financial impact of my diverse community. I had to share the economic buying power. I had to talk about how many um, people, how many how many trans people exist in society. I needed to be able to put a number behind it because then that made it empowering. That's beautiful. And I love that you are... I mean, I love that your first uh, introduction was like, you know, let's talk about the money because money is power and that's real. I love speaking about um, and actually putting it on the table for us to talk about responsibility. How can we be responsible consumers and responsible producers? And of course, equity is in that. If you don't have an equity lens, you are unaware of, of you know, the, the buying power that you're talking about, essentially. So, you know, if you... Uh, when you know when 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 uh, last year um, I did a I did a series of chats on uh, demystifying the black narrative after all of the police killings, to let people know there's no button to end racism. It's work. It takes work and you, and it takes a process. And so you know coming together and speaking about this you know does a lot for us. But then people started saying, well, how can I support black-owned businesses? And and so that is like opening up this door, like you said. Okay, think about. The, the financial impact of, of empowerment. And if you really want to back someone up, uh, also practicing what you preach, you, you, you can put your money there or you can decide to not buy or buy um, and to know who your demographic is. So thank you, Ashley, for, for kind of like going in there super transparently and talking about the money from the jump. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you should, like I call it like economic, right? You're practicing equality through economics every yeah. time you make a purchase. 
uh, every time you open up your purse and you pull out a card, well, first you pull out the card and you have to look at the card. Okay, does that organization support my value system? Does that organization practice what 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 what's being told? Hey, this is is empowerment happening there? And then and then there's a logo on the card, right? The the issuer of the card, right? Um, and and the image on the card. Does that also match, right? And then where you're going to about to use that card, does that organization empower others? Um, organizations who empower others is actually chapter 18 in my book. And it's a, it's a perfect point. And my book actually is one of those things that you can pick up and you can leverage depending on the situation. You don't actually have to read it cover to cover. You can go to the point where you need the most empowerment in that day. And that's when you can go and access that and say, I need to know a little bit more about these organizations who are making these decisions. And are they deeply rooted in racism or are they deeply rooted in sexism or are they deeply rooted in transphobia? And how do I navigate? Because maybe, right, you might work in an organization that might be built around social constructs of racism. And you know that men, they might be doing things to try to become better, right? Or maybe they're linked to redlining or maybe they're linked to all these other things, right? But how can you, you know, you still have to, at the end of the day, collect a paycheck. You still, at the end of the day, have to be able to make the ends meet. We understand that, right? But you can make impacts each and every moment. And it's utilizing these concepts of empowerment that are, that are built into this process that can help you in that process. It's not going to happen immediately. And if you think it is, then you're in this game in the wrong lane. <laughs> yes, I love that. So you're making me so excited to uh, to open that book, crack that book open, because I love that you're you're talking about that. Um, I find that I don't know if it's because we're just lazy, or as I shouldn't say lazy, that we enjoy comfort as Homo sapiens. <laughs> So we don't want to question. We don't want to like have to change the way we do things because we're in a habit. Well, we want to question. We want to question, right? <laughs> but we don't necessarily want to put in the work to make exactly. the kind of systemic change. Mm -hmm. We can make changes really quickly sometimes, mm -hmm. but making a full systematic change that requires so many more layers of impact, that's not something that we immediately want to, to have happen. And why not? So does, I mean, I'm, this is just out of my curiosity. Do you think it's because we don't realize our value? And I'm speaking, I'm speaking of a, of a collective we as consumers, but you know, yeah. we who, you know, we who don't build our own houses, we, you know, we pay for that service. We who, you know, we don't normally, we don't have our own gardens to have our own food. We pay for that service. Um, how is it, why aren't we demanding this sort of empowerment so that we can have this systematic change uh, instead of, you know, kicking it back and waiting on someone else to do the work. Do you have any, in, yeah. any insight on that? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, well, and I think that this starts at the beginning, right? You know, when we look back to like human existence, right? Like literally look back to human existence on this planet, right? Like it's all deeply rooted in us wanting to know more. Like that's not going to ever change. Right, we want to uncover more. It's this human curiosity that we want to be able to uncover more. We want to be able to do more. Right, we want to prove the world is not flat. We want to find out every single existence. We want to explore and nomad each place on the planet and places not on the planet. Right, 
Um, and that's that curiosity or that quest for knowledge that we were just talking about. But it also then is linked to this whole process of can we do it alone? And and no, we have to work together. Like literally, we realize that we have to work together to survive initially, right? When in the ice to survive the ice age, right? We had to work together to But right now, to survive everything that we're going through, we we put ourselves into. We have to we have to work together. And I think that that's this concept of, okay, what can make us work together? Well, if we understand that there are 7 billion different people on this planet and that no two people are alike. So that means technically, really, when we look at the word, and this is why my book is not empowering diversity, it's empowering differences for that reason, because we are all different. And that means that this book actually applies to everybody. And the sooner that we get out of our own way and realize that this concept of empowerment can apply to everybody and the concept of differences applies to everybody, now we can gain and cultivate more allies to be on this working together mission. And I think that that's where we create this real change. Yes, working together. I love this, uh, that you are on board with the collective we. I also love the language that you're using in that we got here. You know, it's not they put us here. We, you know drawing the lines is like we have collectively arrived here because a lot of things happened and we're in this situation you know every every day we can say that um i find that yeah. that actually puts a more of a team effort into works like and it takes the pressure off of you you can't fix it they can't fix it we not any not any one person can yes fix it. exactly right. exactly yes. we have okay, to let's... we have to do <laughs> we have yes we 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 i love that thank you ashley i see we've got some more folks turning their cameras on hello i see you all thank you for joining with your faces um if anyone wants to chime in because i know we're just we're diving deep here from the jump feel free to hop off mute whenever you want or you can write in the chat box let me know that you want to come off mute here um uh okay so let's let's switch gears let's move on to this next question here so ashley could you share your top tips for feeling empowered how do we bring ourselves up when we don't have a supportive background mm. Yeah, this is this is a tough one, right? Because we're always going to face that hurdle or that obstacle or that barrier. And I think the biggest tip for feeling empowered is to advance, prepare yourself for what is going to come. Um, if you haven't yet already encountered it, you know that you're going to get a no, right? And if you can manage to what those no's are and be better prepared, and that's what I had to do in these job interviews. I needed to know, okay, yes, they're going to ask me about my differences, all of them. <laughs> um, and sometimes I had to take into account, I'm like, okay, is this, am I for the first time facing sexism? Oh, okay, that's what that is. Oh, that I'm facing, oh, that's LGBTQ, scared, somebody's about scared about the LGBTQ. Okay, that's transphobia. And I was like, okay, wow, these are all kind of different. I have to unpack them because they each had a different solution. Um, and, and so knowing the, right, this goes into this two step, step one step, actually all four steps of the empowering differences fly here. Okay. So step one is know yourself. So you have to look into all of your differences and, you know, you, if you don't know yourself, you can't prepare yourself. You can't help. You can't empower others. Okay. Until you have yourself right. Um, 
And so knowing yourself is really, really important. And, and for everyone that's in the event and then uh, watching later, um, you'll be able to um, access this, but I'm gonna put the link in the chat here um, for the self-assessment, which is your way to really, really connect to know yourself. Um, and you can access that for free. It's my gift for participating today. Um, so definitely go and do that um, because that's going to be the first thing. And that will help you to know what privileges you have and what disprivileges you have. Um, though that's gonna help you prepare for this process of, the, of encountering any obstacle that you may face. And then step two is knowing others. And that's where the research comes into play. So I had to be able to know what the no was going to be from that job interview. And, um, and the no was, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm on, literally uncomfortable working with you or someone like you. And I would say, okay, well, uh, let's, uh, let's, put a, let's put that money behind it. And so that would be where I would insert the financial impact of my community. Um, and so, right, I would quote the NGLCC economic study for the LGBT business community. And I would say that there's an estimated $1.7 trillion impact of the LGBT entrepreneurs in America. That's the 10th largest economy just in the world on its own. I would say that in a job interview. And then you watch, it's like, wow, we're moving in a much different lane all of a sudden, right? And then that leads to step three, which is developing your strategy. And so you start using this information, the information that you learned about yourself to cultivate your own empowerment strategy. And then you use actions. And that's the step four. So you kind of have to be navigating through all the steps to really prepare yourself for empowerment. Beautifully said. And that's a great segue into this next question here. Um, by the way, if you all, those of you who submitted these questions, I just want to say thank you for bringing your, your personal reflections, uh, trials and tribulations into these questions and, and that you are not alone. So I just want to say thank you for submitting these questions here. Um, what would you suggest doing if someone that you love is stopping you from being fully empowered? Mm -hmm. I have some people from which I care deeply, but their negativity keeps bringing me down. Yeah. And especially everything that happened for 2020, like put a highlight on this, right? Um, I, I mean, honestly, I think that you cannot cut them out. If you cut them out, you're, you're not going to empower them. I think that you have to have lots of patience. Um, I mean, I think about encountering individuals, I, I mean, you're gonna to have to pick and choose the points that you give them empowerment. Um, and then the mode in which you do that, the medium at, at how you do that might change. Uh, maybe, um, you know, sending them a text message instead of calling them. Because if you call them, then you're gonna get broken into this down a tangent. Um, so then maybe you switch the mode of communication with them, or maybe you're just gonna send them, you know, Though maybe you help them with one of those steps of four-step process of empowerment. You know, you maybe you send them my book, right? Or maybe, yeah, I mean, shameless plug. Um, but maybe you send them this this link for the self-assessment that you that you have now. Maybe it's it, you know you choose different communication modes or different communication points to be able to build that connection with the individual. Um, 
and, and and not having it be the same the same mode. And I think that what you'll see then is is you'll see kind of that different reaction, and then you'll kind of know the best way then to approach it. But definitely, I I know sometimes we might want to just um, you know let's not unfriend them. Maybe let's unfollow them or snooze them for 30 days, okay? But if you unfriend them, and, and this goes on the other end of the spectrum too, right? Because I know that chapter eight, Navigating Political Differences in my book is another great resource that you can flip to when you are facing maybe the other side of wherever you live on the political spectrum. Um, you're going to have to realize that if you unfriend people just because you're different from them, then you're not contributing to the solution. You're part of the problem. Yeah, can you say that again? I see some heads nodding. Just one more time. Say that again. <laughs> if you unfriend someone because you disagree with them, then you are part of the problem, not part of the solution. <laughs> and I'm like, when did we stop debating? Like, where are right. where, when? Like, how can we? Can, why can't we philosophize? I love philosophizing. You know, you come with compassion, respect, and to like, you know, work through the woods, not to just say, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with that mess. Someone else is gonna deal with it, and I'm just gonna put my blinders on you. That's totally right. You're not a part of the solution. Um, but then, you know, it can be hard sometimes too. Oh, totally, totally. No I one like... said that that's just easy. Oh, Empowerment yeah, is not easy. If it was, then <laughs> everybody would be writing that book. Okay. Yes. Let's make sure that we know that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you, uh, you talked a little bit about, I mean, you're speaking of unfriending and unfollowing. How do you see technology as we know it today, um, either aiding an empowerment or crushing empowerment and maybe uh how can we navigate those waters to make sure we're setting our boundaries um and i'll give an example i say this as often as i can don't bring your telephones to the toilet that is your personal time that's like one of my examples like you need to be worrying about what your email says what such and such is saying what you know that your person you go enjoy your natural body happening the way that needs to happen on the toilet do not bring your phone and and i say that but i still like i have to remind myself like keep it out like don't just go around and especially now that we're in in the house most of the time it's just it's become a pet so um that's just a funny example but a real example as well do you have any tips on you know setting our boundaries when it comes to technology um so that we can continue to empower ourselves and others yeah, this is tricky. Um, I mean, so t on so many levels, number one, technology is the reason that we have inclusion. Like, it, like all of the inclusive wins around accessibility are linked to technology. Um, you know, the sheer fact that you can text individuals um, is is from accessibility. Like, disability and differently abled people are the reason that you have so many technological advances in society so you have to you have to literally think inclusion for that okay um and so that's number one but then number two right around your actually answering your question <laughs> instead of my public service announcement that's my empowerment reminder of why you have this privilege, you have the privilege of these resources because of people who are differently abled. It's important to remember that. Um, and, um, but just remember that um, everything is good in moderation. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's honestly the best way that I can answer that question. Um, you have to set times 
I mean, I work a full-time job and then I have a, a, a business that I own and run and navigate. Um, and then I have two kids and, and all of these things. And you have to prioritize quality of work-life balance. All of those things are really, really important. And sometimes you have to take this technology pause. Um, I know that quickly we always want to multitask and we want to be able to capitalize on it because it's trackable, it's measurable, right? You know, you had X amount of followers yesterday and today you have X amount of followers. I look at the number, right? I'm like, okay, I went from 32,863 to now 32,950, right? And I'm like, okay, that's the number. Um, and, and so be it, but don't get caught up into it because it will overwhelm you. And, um, and use, and then also another key takeaway around this that I, that I uncovered is use the technology that's out there at your advantage so that that way you maximize your time in this space. So some people come to me all the time. They're like, Ashley, like, how do you post on social media and all this? And um, there's an app for that. Okay. <laughs> um, there's an app to post your comments. There's an app to uh, keep track of that. There's an app to schedule everything in advance. So I work one day, I dedicate one day for social media for the entire month. And it's a plan and I build the plan and I put all the links and craft it all, all 140 posts for the whole month and it's done. And, and, and I'm in that mode and then I'm not in that mode for an entire month and I don't have to worry about it at all. Yes, I love that strategy. And that's so important. And you don't need to be on anyone's marketing team to do that because Instagram has arrived to be what it is today. You can love it or hate it, but as long as, you, I mean, I love this, you know, setting your boundaries, taking one day to knock out as much as you can, um, you know, really utilizing the tools because I often reflect and I go, okay, if I think of the greats of the past, the folks that I admire, my idols, uh, let's say, you know, Shakespeare or James Baldwin or Josephine Baker, Ella Fitzgerald, they didn't have the technology that we have today. And I go, what would they do? What would they do with this technology that we have today to continue to, to you know, trailblaze the way that they were in the times that they were, but, you know, today with the modern technology that we have. So I love that you're, you know, encouraging us to reflect on the privilege one that, that, that we have with this technology and the responsibility that it takes as well to not get over consumed so that we can keep our, our strength and keep our empowerment so that we can then empower others, which brings me to this next question here. How can we use our power and authority to lift those around us? Mm. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I think number one, um, get engaged with the community that you know the least about. Um, you know, I, I, if you work for a, a corporation, right, that has an employee resource group or affinity group, join the one that you know the least about. Um, oftentimes, we immediately want to join the one that, that we're associated with, and you can do that. Um, it, totally do that and support your own community, but definitely also join one that you know the least about. Because um, that's going to really help you learn more about another community. Um, and don't, ta you know, don't burden the, the diverse community person that you're wanting to learn about <laughs> um, with all your questions, because you're going to have them. Um, do your work, do your research, right? Know others. That's that part, you know, that's why step two is so important. Um, and that's where you learn about intersectionality. That's where you learn about privilege. 
um, you learn about those things because they're like a meter, right? As your intersectionality grows, your privilege now is lower. And then as you are less intersectional, your privilege now goes up, right? So, you, you know, realizing that there's a meter uh, for that. And, um, and so typically the more intersectionally diverse someone and understanding those concepts of intersectionality versus privilege and how they're on a meter is something that can actually really help others to, 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 to feel more empowered by, by you amplifying their voice. Um, if you, you know, uh, this is a good point in time maybe for me to do a public service announcement. If you didn't know that the transgender community is facing so many, uh, so many barriers, right, around employment, 80%, okay, so 40% of the trans community is unemployed and 40% of the trans community is underemployed. So that means eight out of 10 transgender people in the US are either unemployed or underemployed. And let me just tell you, as you add more intersectional layers to that group, the privilege becomes lower. So that means trans women of color. So black transgender women are facing so much more barriers. There's a reason for that. So if you just literally went right now and you were multitasking, and you happen to type in the hashtag Black Trans Lives Matter or Black Trans Lives or Black Trans, um, um, any of those hashtags, and you went and actually literally just followed the first 10 advocates in that space, you're then actually amplifying their voices by adding to their follower count. And then you restart retweeting things from them. That's going to actually literally be something super easy that didn't, you were already multitasking anyways. And uh, let's not kid ourselves. And it's going to actually really build up their count. It's going to make them more uh, visible. Uh, it's, you're amplifying them. Uh, obviously, make sure you, you agree with their, you know, a little bit with some of their, you know, that they're not doing anything that's like really, really bad, right? Um, but you know what I mean, to take the time to invest, invest in someone else basically is the key point I'm looking to, which ties to one of my 10 empowering actions. You have to really invest in others. Um, and sometimes that's gonna be something as simple as literally just clicking a follow or retweeting and amplifying someone else. And also realizing it's a two-way street, right? Because you're empowering them, but then you're also learning about, you're, you're opening the door to learn, to hear, to see things that you had no idea about before, right? So to see that it's a, you're, you are benefiting from this as well. This is not just a give, 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 or a take, 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 take. Uh, it's a win-win, or it can be a win-win situation if we really put some intentionality behind it. Um, and we, you know, as you said, we always are multitasking. Put your reminders in your calendar. Like today, I need to follow two more people who can what can I learn today I mean it might sound like such a simple thing but I mean I love that you're flagging that that it's simple but it's important um the other day I was interviewing a woman who was speaking about the importance of social capital you know, like who you know, how you can lift voices up how things like echo across the world now again if we reflect on the greats of the past it, how long did it take for that to, you know, be heard on the other side of the world? How long or, you know, what were the repercussions because it couldn't happen, you know, immediately and to not take a, advantage of it either. You know, I find that um, the, 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 the never ending scroll, I don't know what you call it these days, but that can also keep us a little complacent. Like, oh, you know, another person was shot today and now I'm going to buy something on Amazon and now I'm going to sit down and do nothing. 
whoa, that's a, that's a, that's a really complacent dark rabbit hole that we're getting ourselves into. So, you know, to be intentional, if I'm going to be on social media, then I want to learn more about this community that I have no idea about, or that I'm curious to learn more about, because, you know, things are not balanced these days. This is not a holistic, you know, viewpoint that we're seeing on social media in our, in our policies, all these things. So let's, let's hear from the people. And I love that you start that we are all diverse. We're all different, unique, different individuals. How many seven billion crazy right seven billion <laughs> seven billion seven billion crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah okay so i'm i'm i love speaking about emotional intelligence uh, and i love to take some time to hold for a light pause to practice some reflection and to see if anyone wants to hop off mute this will be your chance so i'll just hold for a light pause if someone wants to hop off mute do go for it i have hopped off of mute can you hear me okay yes gabby i can hear you go for it Hello. So um, I wanted to join this meeting. I've attended a couple other Power to Five, but it was pretty awesome. Um, I am working as a healthcare provider in the Seattle, Washington area. So a part of me joining this was to kind of understand uh, empowerment and differences like Ashley alluding to. Uh, I am the DEI committee chair of our like state local uh, chapter. And I found that it, it has been like this subject of diversity, equity, inclusion, differences, everything is, it's just, it's just overwhelming. Um, and some of it is just having the baseline conversations with people just so that they can understand like where you're coming from. But uh, the challenges that are facing us are just so hard. And there are a lot of other people I've tried to connect with and they just feel that they're kind of like a one man team and no one's supporting them. And so I'm trying to get us to all come together and just have some of these hard conversations. Uh, I found that trying to get people to commit even on like a monthly basis for like 10 to 15 minutes is sometimes too much to ask, especially for other healthcare providers that feel like they're struggling. So I'm trying to overcome, you know, that as well, I think that we're all a little bit selfish, unfortunately, as human beings, because if we feel like we can't relate to that struggle, sometimes we don't show as much interest that we need to generate. So it's, it, uh, it's been hard. Um, but from a healthcare perspective, trying to understand people for their differences and making sure that in my workplace, I'm creating the most you know, inclusive environment that I possibly can, even if it's as some, something as just changing the wordage that we have, like on our paperwork to make sure that we can just, you know, provide the support that we need, resources that we need. Uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, but this change is just going to take a long time. I feel like the part of it is just generating the interest of people around me and coming together to just stimulate conversation. Yeah, yeah, and you you bring up a really great point, which is, um, it's very buzzword uh, generating. Um, you know, empowerment, diversity, inclusion. Um, so, I mean, equity, right? We've talked about a lot of these buzzwords today, um, and 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 then social justice, right? Um, I mean, equality, right? I mean, like literally all of these are all in the same world and everyone's expecting you to solve them all at the same time. Um, but the end result, just remember that they're not just buzzwords, they're actual actions. And when you simplify it into this 
the way that I've presented it in this process of empowering differences. I, I feel that all of those buzzwords are all centered as empowering actions. And that's why I built it this way was to really help people have something literally actionable that they could take away to say, okay, this is actually actions. These are actions that we can take. Um, and the 10 empowering actions to leverage change is one of those resources that you can say, hey, this is a resource. Um, and, and, and this will help you understand of why inclusion works, right? And there's actions that go with inclusion. There's actions that go with empowerment. There's actions that go with understanding how access and accessibility works. So, so all of these things are kind of deeply rooted in helping you in this process. So I definitely would suggest that you connect with me or any other um, resources out there that can help you in this space. Do you feel like the transition line is not like a solid forward that sometimes you take a step forward and then take two steps back and that it's this just learning process of just learning through some of the mistakes sometimes with other people? Yeah, I mean, I think that you, if you are doing the work, you're always going to be moving forward. Yeah, some people may be moving back, but if you keep continually moving forward and then keep checking on them and keep making sure that they're on somewhere along the train that's moving, right? It's an inclusion journey, right? Inclusion is a journey and it's gonna be different on each person that's along that journey. The way that they're gonna receive that information is gonna be different um, and time, Right goes the, the the way that time is is in received by the each individual is also processed dif differently, um, and I learned that like the hard honestly I learned that the hard way, um, starting with family members like going through this process, um, realizing that some were you know five minutes oh my goodness Ashley how what can I do to support you wow this is amazing you're going through this process we're we're here to support you and then others. You know, it might have been a little bit different. Uh, it, it might have been six years before we were having a conversation. Um, so everyone moves at a different pace and understanding that as long as they're somewhere along the movement, right? They're, they may be further on the train car down the line, but as long as they're on the train somewhere, then you know that they're moving in the right space. And I know it's not easy. <laughs> Thank you uh, but so the more, yes. yeah, the more tools and resources that you have at your disposal, that's how mm -hmm. I feel that that this can uh, make a major impact. Absolutely, thank you, Ashley, for that beautiful uh, reflection. Thank you, Gabby, for sharing where you are in your journey. And if I can just echo everything that Ashley's saying, you know, and and also say, don't be discouraged. It's a it's a journey for sure. And I think that if um, you know as we are coming out of the binary and we realize that, you know, we, we are all different. There is this holistic vision. There is this, you know, nothing is black or white, you know, nothing is, uh, is, or we shouldn't, at least we shouldn't polarize things because that separates us more than not. Um, if we are on this journey, it's probably not going to be like a direct arrow. There are going to be times where we have our, our mission, right? And we go for it, but in, instead of being discouraged because maybe we got knocked back one step, like Ashley said, we are on the journey still. So maybe it's a matter of, you know, having these, these, uh, these allies who can, who can remind us that we are, uh, you know, making steps forward, even if we feel like we're being pushed back by all of the, the historical mess, you know, there's been generations of this, you know, that we're working on right now. And how can we be inclusive? How can we be inclusive in the workplace? 
I can't mm. imagine that my, my grandparents, my parents, you know, couldn't bring this conversation up. So the fact that we are called to speak about this and listen to it now, I think it's, it's a great time to be alive, actually. Uh, Jen, I know that you had uh, something you wanted to say as well. Oh, I was just, um, as it turns out, echoing everything that you were saying. I wanted to encourage Gabby. I feel like um, the, for me, like those incremental changes, like I work in a, on a software product and I feel like it is a win for somebody to actually pay attention if I say, hey, we should reword this this way or can we look at this option to be inclusive? And fortunately, the healthcare workers that, and clients that we're working with, sometimes they bring those changes so then our internal team starts to listen if they couldn't be proactive. <laughs> but I just wanted to say, um, Gabby, I think at least in my opinion is, is I feel like each one of us who, or to everybody, if we're sharing and making it part of the conversation, then that's a, one of those incremental wins, kind of like Ashley said, get them on the train <laughs> or at least to the station. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you both for jumping off of mute there. Does anyone else want to chime in? We've got a little over 10 minutes. So um, please chime in if you feel called to do so now. I'll hold for a light pause if someone wants to hop off of mute. So something I wanted to bring up from my own, uh, my own team's examples. Absolutely. Um, as we've gone through, and especially since you talked about emotional intelligence and uh, things along that line, is I found a lot of the skills from my own experience uh, of transitioning and coming out and kind of working through that that challenge both at work and personally a lot of the skills you use in professionally for organizational change are the same skills I use to help with my own change personally and uh, it was using that as an example I, I wrote up a paper at one point in time but I haven't done anything with it yet it really goes to show that you know when you've got people that have, have dealt with adversity and have had to deal with large life changes they they bring a set of skills to an organization that nobody else can have. And if, if the leadership can, you know, give them the support they need and, you know, empower them to, to share that experience, the organization can benefit from that immensely by, by listening to the challenges they've had and the tools they use to help them be successful. Yeah, that is like literally why I wrote this book the way that I wrote it. It's so funny that you say that. Um, I, I kind of had written this book, Empowering Differences, um, uh, back in 2015. And, and, um, and it was really just my story uh, around how I survived in transition. And, and I got a employed and I, and I grew my career, but just from the standpoint of the things that I did to survive transition. Um, and then I was thinking, okay, well, who's my audience going to be? And I had followed my four-step process of empowerment to put that on the lens of writing my book. And that's when I said, wait a minute, I'm writing this book and I'm going to be promoting it in essence as a trans memoir. And I'm going to not be empowering so many other trans people who have written a memoir about their story. Um, and I'm going to be taking away from an opportunity for them to sell their book if I go and write my book in this manner. So then I basically scrapped the whole thing and built it, rebuilt it um, as this concept of empowering your differences. And it's and and I dive into the 10 most common differences um, because this what I learned and what you've learned right around surviving this world um, is that change management 
is deeply rooted. Like, so if you're out there and you're listening and you have a jo open job requisition, like I mentioned earlier, 80% of the trans community underemployed or underemployed, um, it, and you're thinking, wow, who could I bring in as a good catalyst for change? Um, you should actually be actively recruiting someone from the trans community. And if you have never attended a trans specific recruitment event, uh, trans can work as a great resource that you could go to um, and you can um, connect with them. Um, I highly recommend that you do that, but you could also ho go to your LGBT center and say, hey, can we host a transgender career fair? And I guarantee you they will say yes. Okay. And if you get a no, just tell me which center it is and I'll reach out to them for you and we'll empower people in your community. Okay. To get the word out because we could host literally, if you have one corporation or one entity that wants to do a career fair, there will be 10 others that will be there the next day. They know what's happening and we will help this community. I mean, trans women of color are facing 277% more violence this year than last year and nobody's talking about it. Okay. So there's a reason for this and is we have to do more to empower them. When I was growing up in this process of looking for a job in 2008 and 2009 and thinking, oh my goodness, I have two career arcs. Uh, I can either be a sex worker or a drag queen. Those were literally the two options that I had as career fields. Um, and I had, I had my own stereotypes about my own diverse community, which is why I had to know myself first um, and get out of that mode and say, wait a minute, I want more for my career. I want to be able to have a normalized job where I don't have to um, work in any one of those two career fields. Not that there's anything wrong with working in either one of those two career fields, but I want it to be able to have what society views as a normalized career field so that that way I could in, then empower more people. And that's how empowering differences works. And anyone can utilize these practices and principles to really help grow and cultivate and empower others. Yes, I'm throwing digital confetti. This is beautiful. I love that folks are hopping off mute. Uh, I wanna see if someone else wants to hop off mute. We've got about eight minutes left so we can take one more uh, voiced reflection or question. If anyone uh, wants to, this is your time to shine. All right, well, thank you to the folks who did do that. Um, so we've got about eight minutes left. Is there anything else you wanna to touch on, Ashley? Uh, and then, you know, I would love to hear some food for, for thought for you just to keep us, you know, thinking, reflecting, digesting after we end this chat. Uh, and then if we have more time, I'll throw in another question, but I just wanna see, is there anything yeah. else that, that we didn't, I know, I know. So feel free, <laughs> let's like turn on the fireside chat and have a coffee and open, crack open that book there. Um. Yeah, well, I did want to just quickly touch on the other resources, um, and I know <laughs> without getting too salesy, um, but um, I did say I would tease this workbook. Um, so, and I talked a lot about step one and step two, which um, to Kaylee's point is like a trans superpower is our ability to kind of know ourselves and know, and then use that to know others. <laughs> and in this change management journey, that's why I built this as a process um, to be able to help all diversities. We talked a lot about step one and step two, I feel like. So step three and four are really baked into this workbook. So the workbook is available on Amazon or right on my website, you can grab it. Um, and it does have the self-assessment in the workbook, which I gave you in that link 
where you can download the self-assessment for free from my website. Um, but in here, after you get past the self-assessment, what's really cool in this workbook is there are the 10 empowering actions to leverage change. And each, um, each of those 10 empowering actions has a lesson that you work on. So like your example is your lesson on empower. So if you really wanted to get to drill down deeper for people on your team and you want them to really understand how to empower others or how to use or how to be more inclusive or how to create more access, right? Those are just three of the 10 empowering actions to leverage change. This workbook is your, is your secret recipe. And then if you want to take it a step further with more empowerment, you can actually connect with me on my website and you can enroll in the 10 Empowering Actions to Leverage Change online course. And that online course is your way to build the connectivity with others. Um, and it comes with 11 videos where I talk you through each of those actions and guide you through the workbook and, uh, and talk about how those actions are key in creating that change um, that you're gonna be looking for. And then um, there's also a, a downloadable uh, lesson plan and a downloadable outline. So you can actually submit your course um, credit for certification. If you have any certification, you can add that for a professional development certification. So we spend a boatload of money on professional development classes and recertifications. So if you're doing any of that, take the time and, and empower others. and, and Anything that you do through my website, um, I actually donate 10% of the proceeds to GLAD um, because I serve on the National Board of Directors for GLAD. Um, GLAD works to amplify LGBTQ voices. So just know that there's that going on there. And, um, and I did do a special uh, coupon code um, for all of our special attendees today uh, of Power to Fly. If you type in Power to Fly on my website, you'll save half off off of anything that you buy, um, which I think is pretty cool too. It's empowering, hopefully. Yes, beautiful. I love the way that you are sharing your voice and sharing your message. Um, I also love that you are practicing what you preach by, you know, having 10% of any purchases made go to a, a cause that you find to be empowering other folks and yourself as well. I feel like we can, I mean, it's great that you share this because I, I hope that, that we can take that uh, as a, as a, as inspiration to start incorporating that in the things that we do so that we can affect change through what we're doing and say, you know, I don't know, X amount of something is going towards someone who is out there, you know, on these streets helping amplify voices when maybe I can't be there, for example. So using our privilege in that sense, um, Ashley, you're doing such beautiful work. I'm excited to crack your book, book open. I love these shameless plugs, like keep them going. I'm gonna go to your website after we finish this chat. Um, we've got folks writing in the chat box as well that, that uh, they appreciate your insight. So we've got yeah. just about four minutes left. Anyone else wanna hop off mute or Ashley, did you wanna I, say anything I did else? have one more empowerment yes, uh, thing that I'm it. willing to offer yeah. um, is, is that, um, Anytime I do sell my online course to a corporation for their employees, I match that um, to a nonprofit entity. So um, right now I'm looking for a nonprofit organization that wants empowerment for their constituents. And, um, and I have actually a 150 person uh, group 
um, that is, I'm looking to match that for somebody. So if you all belong to a nonprofit organization that's looking for empowerment, I have that as a donation um, that is looking to um, grow empowerment in the community, um, which is kind of exciting because um, that's how that's how we pay it forward, right? It's like the drive-through pay chain, right? Where you pay for the person in front and then the person behind you gets get until you just keep Absolutely. it going. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's encouraging. Um, it's also nice to see a different way of doing things, you know, and coming out of the, the binary of how to do things, you know, how, how, to, how to understand how we can be uh, more inclusive in our money-making decisions and our business-making decisions. We don't have to do the things that our grandparents did because times are different. And if I want to be, you know, figuring out how to um, amplify voices, I can do that in so many different ways. So Ashley, thank you for being so encouraging. Uh, is there any food for thought that you'd like to leave us with now we've got about two minutes left so leave us with something to reflect on um we're definitely going to visit your your website so that we can learn more about you but what can we do to stay encouraged um i i think that you you know just focusing on those like choose one action to focus on that day um and make that impact that way and then measure the impact that you do make and then share the success um don't make it too hard uh if you make if you try to do all 10 empowering actions at once, it's not going to work. Like I was focusing on three to get hired. Okay. And then after that, I would focus on each one a day. Um, and then that's what helped me grow my career from teller to, to VP diversity inclusion. Um, the, don't try to do it all at once. Okay. So I know that we're getting all these buzzwords thrown at us. Just pick one. Focus on that that day, and how you can make the impact, keep track of the impact so that that way when someone says, oh, does inclusion work? And you can say, yes, I talked to X amount of people on inclusion, and this was the impact that happened in our organization. We moved the needle on X amount of people were impacted, which is 5%, 1%, whatever it is. You know the measured impact, and that's empowering. Yes, I love this. I love this. And I can't wait to rewatch this. I hope that you all will rewatch this later. Um, for those of you who joined us today, you'll be getting an email with the rewatch link and all of these awesome resources that Ashley has been dropping throughout the hour. Um, thank you so much, everyone. This has been such a delightful conversation. Ashley, best of luck with all of the great things that you're discovering and sharing with the world. Thank you for those who hopped off of mute. Thank you for everyone who joined us and whoever is rewatching this who didn't get a chance to join us live. Hope to see you on another live chat and learn here at Power to Fly. Until then, be safe and take care everyone. Thank you.